0: Listening to Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. Together, we're going to explore divination and help you start your own journey with tarot. I'll discuss my tarot journey and offer ways to use tarot for healing, self development, and personal growth. So, let's get started. Hi, listeners. Welcome to episode 38 of Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. In this episode, I'll discuss healing and manifesting with lunar energy throughout all the different moon phases. And I'll review the Queen of the Moon Oracle by Stacey DeMarco, along with her book, The Enchanted Moon, The Ultimate Book of Lunar Magic. And I'll share a custom nine-card spread on moon manifestation to help you connect with the moon and find out how to use this energy to your advantage. I published an episode in 2020 on Moon Magic with the Tarot. It's episode 10, where I talked about new and full moons, as well as my favorite moon decks. Check that episode out if this is a topic that interests you. I wanted to revisit this topic because I've learned so much more information about moon phases and progressed moons in the two years since that episode aired. So this episode is a more advanced discussion on the topic. There's lots to cover, so let's jump right in. Every time I think how big this world is, I'm reminded that we look upon the same sun and moon each day and night. Each night, every human lays their head down to sleep under the same bright, gorgeous moon as me. It's something that connects us all. Gazing at the moon helps me feel connected to everything. Not just my fellow humans, but to the universe as a whole. It helps us to put things into perspective. Just think, all our ancestors looked upon the same moon and had some of the same thoughts, dreams, and questions about life as we do now. There really is more that binds us than separates us. The more you research the moon and its effects on us, the more you realize how beneficial moon energy can be when harnessing this energy especially when boosting our healing and manifesting abilities. That's why I wanted to dedicate a whole episode to working with lunar energy. Whenever I'm looking at starting a project or launching a project on a specific date, one of the first things that I look at is the astrology of the moment. I look to see which planets are in retrograde, especially Mercury, and most importantly, I'm looking to see if there's any eclipses occurring around that time or if there's a powerful new moon or full moon that needs to be considered. And of course, I check the void of course moon times as well. This is important for any project or business launching dates. The void course moon is a period of time before the moon moves into a new zodiac sign. During this time, there are no planetary aspects, and it's sort of a rest period when it's not advised to start new projects, launch anything, or take action this energy can feel like a brain fog. So it's helpful to know these time periods during the week, which could last a few hours or a full day. You can find these times online for each day or week. Just navigate around these times when launching anything to avoid delays or stagnant energy. You always want to work with the flow of energy to build up the most momentum you can. AstroSeek.com has a Void Course Moon Calendar that's very easy to use. Once you're on their site, click Moon Phase, and under that tab, you will see the Void Course Moon calendar for any year. If you have the 2022 Ritual Planner, Sheila included the Void Course Moon calendar in the back of the planner, making it so easy for us to track it when planning out our year. And I've made good use of this calendar this year for all of my book launches. Make note of when the Void Course Moon starts and ends and try not to launch anything during that time period. Check out my blog for this episode to find all of these resources I'm discussing today. I've included links for easy access for all of these tools. I just learned about progressed moon cycles this year, and I'm already fascinated by them. When looking at your progressed moon cycle, we're looking to see the energy cycle you're currently in and the cycle that you'll be moving to in the future. This helps us with predictions of how your energy will be best spent during those times. Each cycle and each sign lasts 29 months. That's two and a half years, moving one degree per month. It's noticeable when our moon cycle changes zodiac signs, so you may feel this happening in your life when it occurs, especially if you're sensitive to energies. When charting the progressed moon, I always find it helpful to look at the past cycle that was just completed, the one you're currently in, and the next cycle or two that you'll be shifting into. This helps you determine which goals to set, how to use your time and energy wisely, and it helps you understand why things are occurring the way they are in your life. It helps to make sense of it all so that it isn't confusing or overwhelming. I find that the more that we understand why things are happening, the easier it is for us to align with the energy and not fight against it, which often makes things more uncomfortable for us. To determine our progressed moon, we use our birth date and time. There are calculators online to help with this. The moon cycle always goes in order of the zodiac wheel, starting with Aries, then Taurus, Gemini, and so on. And the cycle shifts every two and a half years. I'm going to walk you through an example of my own progressed moon from 2017 through 2025 to help you see what type of information we can learn from this process. Between December 2017 and June 2020, I was in the Gemini moon cycle, which is an air sign. During this cycle, you will notice that your energy is increased and your attention can easily jump from topic to topic. Your communication skills will increase in every way, and you'll be drawn to studying or writing. Now what's interesting about this is that I started writing my fictional divination book series during this cycle. I first participated in NaNoWriMo in November 2019, which is the National Writers Month competition, where you write 50,000 words in one month. I had started researching divination a few years before while still in this Gemini moon cycle. And then I started writing the first book in September 2019. And I haven't stopped writing since. So this stands out to me when I see that I was in the Gemini moon cycle here. I wrote about 200,000 words in this series from fall 2019 to summer 2020. And Gemini is all about writing, studying, and communicating. Also, I got my first tarot deck in March 2018, and studied intensely for the next two to three years. So all of this fits for this Gemini Air energy cycle. I also started this podcast during the summer of 2020 when I was wrapping up this Air moon cycle. Then I moved into a Cancer moon cycle in summer of 2020. This is a water energy cycle and is quite introverted. During this cycle, you can expect to feel your energy soften, your home will become more important, along with your desire to be with family, and you may also feel more emotional during this cycle. Here, I was homebound more because of the quarantine that started in 2020 and that has lasted a few years. Being homebound and not working in my private practice like I normally would has given me time to tap into my creative side more, which I've decided to stay with even after the pandemic. And in the podcast, I chronicle my healing journey which definitely taps into my more emotional side, especially as we tackle shadow work. I also published my first novel in the summer of 2022, during this creative water phase. I'm moving into a new cycle now, starting in late October 2022 and lasting through January 2025. This will be in Leo energy, which is a fire sign. During that cycle, I can expect my energy to be heightened is a great time to study and learn about yourself and you're encouraged to give yourself permission to shine. This is a perfect time for creative projects. I will be continuing to write on my book series and this Leo Energy will be great for marketing my first book since Leo Energy is helpful for putting yourself out there and promoting yourself. So this gives you an idea of how you can chart your progressed moon and see how the change in cycles impacts your goals, what you're focused on, and what you're launching at those times. To find your progress moon, I suggest astroseek.com again. Once on their site, hover over the free horoscopes tab and click on the secondary progression, and you'll see the Progress moon calendar. Click on that and type in your birth information. You can choose certain filters before running the chart, so choose a few years back, and that will show you your past, present, and future cycles and leave the tab set for all 12 zodiac signs and the default of Placidus for the house system. I'll put a link to this progressed moon calendar in my blog. You can also Google progressed moon calendar and it will also get you there. On my blog, I've included a description of the progressed moon cycle through all 12 zodiac signs so you can see what energies, focal points, and interests to expect when you land in a particular zodiac sign for your progressed moon cycle. Let's take a look at the different phases of the moon. It has been proven that the phases of the moon impact and influence our emotions, our sleep, as well as the ocean tides. For millennia, wise elders, witches, and healers use the energy of the moon for divination, spells, prayers, healing, to heighten intuition and psychic abilities, and for setting intentions. There are eight phases of the moon, but they can be grouped into four basic stages that most of us know. The new moon, the waxing moon where the energy is growing, the full moon, and the waning moon where the energy is fading. We'll take a look at all eight phases for this episode. In this Moon Phase section, I'll be presenting information from the Moon Spells book by Diane Alquist and the Enchanted Moon from Stacey DeMarco that I will be reviewing in detail at the end of this episode. First, let's start with the New Moon. The New Moon is the first phase of the lunar cycle. It starts when the moon is invisible in the sky, which lasts one day, and is also known as the dark moon because it rests between the sun and the earth. On the following days, the moon slowly begins to appear in the sky. During a new moon, it's best to use this time to reflect and turn inward for introspection and rest. This gives you an opportunity to make a fresh start and set some intentions for goals that you want to accomplish over the month, since this is the first day of the lunar cycle. Some people cast spells on the new moon, and others say to set your intention for the spells and spend this time gathering your materials for the spell. When setting intentions, use language that is present tense, not future-oriented. Write, I am, not I will. Imagine already having those things that you desire. New moons are also powerful times for healing as well. The waxing crescent moon phase starts three days after the new moon. Here we begin to see a sliver of the moon in the sky. This phase provides energy that is best for abundance, prosperity, and money spells because this energy is growing and expanding. During this time, focus on growing your business and on your financial and educational goals. Charge your moon water here as well. We'll talk more about how to make moon water later. The first quarter moon phase begins seven days after the new moon. Here, focus on abundance, growth, and healing as this moon continues to enlarge. Focus on what you want to grow and attract in your life. Take the time to treat your body well during this time with plenty of self-love and self-care. The waxing gibbous moon phase starts the 10th day after the new moon and it goes until the 13th day. It's best to rest at this time and let the universe do its work. Plan your next move by organizing your tools and getting ready for the full moon. This is a gestation period. So pull back here. The full moon occurs 14 days after the new moon. This represents the culmination of everything you've initiated during the waxing moon phase. This is the perfect time for spell work, divination, rituals, and taking action on your goals and desires because you will see impactful results at this time with the full energy of the moon. If you had to pick one day for a spell it would be the full moon. That's why we often see full moons depicted in spell scenes where witches are working their magic. Dreams may be more vivid at this time, and psychic abilities may be heightened here as well. Always take full advantage of the full moon's energy each month. It's such a powerful time. The full moon can be draining and overwhelming. Definitely rest the next few days and spend time on renewing your energy and drinking extra water. Take a crystal bath or a salt bath to help cleanse your body and refresh your energy. The waning gibbous moon phase occurs the third day after the full moon and goes until the seventh day. This is the perfect time to release, surrender, and eliminate negative and toxic energies, because the moon grows smaller each night. Therefore, the energy is reducing. Let go of anything that blocks your goals, limits you, or holds you back, like bad habits, obstacles, and negative thoughts or beliefs. Here, you can perform a banishing spell or a core cutting ritual to send the message that you are through with these energetic drains. The last quarter moon phase occurs the seventh day after the full moon and goes until the tenth. This energy can help you complete the process of cleansing yourself of negative energies. If any toxic energy still lingers after the full moon, use this phase to complete this process. Tie up loose ends here with any current projects and spend this time renewing your energy. The waning crescent moon is the last phase of the moon cycle, occurring from the 10th day after the full moon until the night before the new moon. This is a time to reflect on the past lunar cycle to see what you've accomplished and to see what you may need to carry over into the next lunar cycle to complete. This is not a time to start a project or make big moves or decisions. I tend to work the most with the full moons and new moons. I think they're great times of the month to check in with yourself and to assess the progress you've made on the goals that you set for the month. It's also a perfect time to journal about your feelings, your outlook on your life currently, and what you would like to change or draw to you at that moment. New moons are big resets for the month, and here we can adjust if there are things we need to tweak along the way. It's a time to course correct. Meditation is perfect at this time to help you connect with yourself and the universe. So unplug from the noisy world and spend some quiet time checking in. I love to pull cards for each new and full moon as well. I pull my new moon or full moon spread from my own spread ebook as spread for all seasons. And after interpreting my spread, I use that information to help set intentions for that moon phase. This helps to align me with the energies of the moon, which I use to boost my manifestations and intentions. It's best to work with this energy and not against it and I always use this energy to boost my healing as well. I've recently started working with Moonstone, which is a great crystal for enhancing intuition. And now I use Moonstone when reading my cards. After a quick break, I will share my favorite moon decks with you and review the book The Enchanted Moon by Stacey DeMarco. my fourth spread ebook in my healing through tarot line of spread ebooks has launched it's called healing through tarot's shadow work spreads and workbook this ebook contains 20 custom shadow work spreads centered around shadow work and integration of shadow aspects this workbook guides you through diving into your own shadow identifying and neutralizing triggers managing self-criticism and Facing Deep-Seated Fears. This workbook guides you through integrating your shadow aspects into a whole, healthy version of yourself where you can tap into your greatest potential and live a more authentic life. These custom shadow work spreads include the Hidden Shadow Aspect Spread, Breaking Through Resistance Spread, Shadow-Related Fears, Self-Deception, and the Unconscious Motivation Spread, and many, many more. If you loved my three-part Shadow Work podcast series, then this Shadow Work ebook will help you dive further into the Shadow Work needed to take your healing journey to the next level. This is my most in-depth spread book yet. You can find the Shadow Work spread ebook on my website, HealingThroughTarot.com, for $15. While you're there, check out the other spread ebooks I have on Healing and mental health spreads, and a spread for all seasons. Together, we can heal through tarot. My fictional divination book series, The Divining Sisters series, has launched. You can purchase book one in the series, The Call of the Cards, now on Amazon and Barnes and Noble in paperback or ebook. If you're a fan of divination, this is a great book series for you. Follow along as my main character, Alexandra Steele, discovers numerous past life connections to the craft of divination. Which sparks an awakening that leaves her life forever changed. As she reconnects to these deep mystical ties, she begins to learn about her destiny, which is revealed as she starts to encounter coven sisters and foes from previous incarnations. Dive into this powerful story of empowerment, healing, and sisterhood as Alexandra struggles to overcome past life fears and trauma to come into her own power with the help of our coven sisters. Grab a copy of The Call of the Cards and experience the magic of healing for yourself. And please leave a review wherever you purchase the book to help me reach new readers who can discover the divinatory world that we all love so much. <laughs> Now I'd like to share some Moon Oracle and Tarot decks to help you incorporate the Moon into your divinatory practice. The Moonology Oracle cards are great for advice and timing. These cards help to determine if you're on the right track, if relationships are shifting, or if a project is gaining steam or losing energy with the waxing and waning moons. I love that this deck has a card for the new and full moons in each zodiac sign, which gives you specific guidance on the issue you're asking about, as well as teaching you about the different zodiac energies. You can even read the description for each of these moons if you just want to know how to work with the energy of that new or full moon in your healing work, your creative or work projects, or with manifesting your intentions and goals. The Moonology deck also includes cards for special moons like supermoons or blue moons, as well as eclipses. I use this deck in my moon readings each month and in my year ahead spreads where I pull one card per season to get a flavor of those three months and whenever I have a question related to timing. These cards can help you determine if your answer will come quickly or slowly. Rock Pole Publishing sent over the Queen of the Moon Oracle by Stacy DeMarco for me to work with and review for this lunar episode. This deck is perfect for this topic of working with lunar energy because this deck has cards for each phase of the moon and the cards tell us how to work with that phase. I love that you can learn the energy of each phase of the moon by reading the guidebook in order through a full lunar cycle. You could pull that card out and work with it on that day. So here we're using the deck to learn about lunar energy as well as using it as an oracle deck if you want to pull the cards randomly for messages. I love when decks have multiple uses, and this one is set up really nicely for that purpose. It's very educational and useful if you're wanting to incorporate more moon manifestation in your practice like I do. I love that the card backs have the full lunar cycle represented. And if you look closely at each oracle card, they reflect the moon phase in the corner of the image. In this deck, we start out with a dark moon, and then we see that small sliver of moonlight appearing in the next few cards. And that sliver grows each day until we hit the full moon. And after that phase, the image shrinks to represent the waning moon energy. This is a perfect representation of the phases that we experience each month, and it helps us visualize the changes which I think helps us learn the information on a deeper level. It always helps me to see things visually. Working with this deck has really helped me to connect with the moon's energy and the monthly transformation in a much deeper way. And I feel like it's boosted my manifesting and healing abilities too. The overall look of this deck is beautiful. The colors keep a deep blue color palette throughout this very dreamy ethereal imagery. The moon represents our subconscious, so this dreamlike state reflects this theme nicely. The full moon card in this deck is powerful. The image of the moon here moves to the center of the card instead of just the corner like the other cards in the deck. And the image of the moon is enlarged to signify the moon at the peak of its power, energy, and influence. This is a great card to display during each full moon to amplify the energy of your moon rituals and intention-setting sessions. This Queen of the Moon Oracle deck has 44 cards, one for each phase of the moon for the month, plus a few cards for the seasonal moons, such as the Hunter Moon, Harvest Moon, and Snow Moon. The Wolf Moon card is exceptionally gorgeous in this deck, with the wolf howling at the giant, majestic full moon. The guidebook gives us a description for each moon phase, how to work with that energy, suggestions for rituals, a message for that card, and each card is paired with a crystal, which is a nice touch to help give us more ideas on how to channel this energy and use it in our daily lives. Thanks to Rockpool Publishing for sending over Stacy DeMarco's Queen of the Moon Oracle deck for me to review for this episode. A link for this deck is in the show notes and check out my blog for this episode to see several photos of this gorgeous moon oracle deck. While we're talking about decks with a heavy focus on moon energy, I want to briefly talk about the Deviant Moon Tarot. I reviewed this deck already and featured it heavily in Episode 33, Shadow Work Part 1, Delving into the Shadow. This is a deck I often use for new and full moon readings and for shadow work. And that's because the moon card in the tarot represents the shadow, the subconscious, hidden fears, repressed emotions, illusions, and our intuition. The deviant moon tarot revolves around the moon, so it's a perfect deck to explore our shadow cells and to connect with lunar energy. And I love how the creator, Patrick Valenza, uses the moon phases in the card imagery to signal the awareness of the figures in the cards, and how the size of the moon signals the impact the moon has on those figures. When reading with this deck, pay close attention to where the moon is, where the moonlight lands, how large the moon is, how close to the figure the moon is depicted, and if any moonlight touches the figure or illuminates any part of them in the image. Patrick uses the moon images to convey the transformations taking place within the characters, the struggle between their conscious and unconscious minds, and how they ultimately grow from their experiences with their shadow selves. Check out the Deviant Moon Tarot if you really want to dive into moon energy within your tarot work. Rockpole Publishing also sent over Stacy DeMarco's book The Enchanted Moon the Ultimate Book of Lunar Magic, and I was blown away with all the great suggestions presented in this book. Stacy's gorgeous book teaches us how to tune into our bodies to discover how the moon cycles and phases impact our bodies, sleep, mood, fertility cycles, and even diet. Did you know that the moon phase you were born during has an impact on you throughout life? i was fascinated to learn this and to learn that i was born under a waning crescent moon stacy says that knowing this lunar return is important to help us pinpoint when we're at our highest peak of energy physically and mentally to find out your birth moon phase just google the moon phase on your birthday and year based on the location of your birth stacy encourages us to keep a moon journal of the moon phase and our mood, sleep, behaviors, and physical symptoms to learn how the moon impacts all areas of our life as it makes a full cycle for the month. Did you know it's best to start a new diet right after a full moon and not a new moon? She says to do it when the moon is waning so that it takes the extra fluid with the waning energy. This will result in more weight lost and it's best to exercise during waxing moons due to increased energy. She offers many great tips like this throughout the entire book. Stacy also makes a point to explain that all moon phases are magical. I love how she breaks things down and helps us understand how to make any moon phase impactful, powerful, and productive. It just takes some tweaking of spells and intentions to tailor them to the moment you don't have to wait until the next new or full moon anymore. Make any moon phase work for you to incorporate practical magic into your life on a daily basis. In this book, Stacy provides moon meditations, rituals, and suggestions for how to bring moon magic into your daily life through gardening, fertility, crystals, and more. She provides recipes and spells for making moon water, potions, elixirs, and juju bags under the different moon phases. She pairs crystals with each phase as well to help guide us on boosting our moon work. Pick up a copy of Stacey DeMarco's The Enchanted Moon for all these lunar energy tips, plus much more. There's a link in the show notes. Now I want to cover a really quick moon ritual That's easy to incorporate anywhere. Moon water. You may have heard about moon water, but may not realize how easy it is to make it. All you have to do is leave a jar of water outside overnight or on a windowsill to soak up the energy of the moon. This can be done in any moon phase. However, the new and full moons are the most common times. There are so many ways you can use moon water in your daily life to boost the energy of your spells, rituals, self-care practices, cleaning, and more. You can use a bit of this water to anoint your tools and your altars, and to cleanse your crystals and spell materials. You can add essential oils like peppermint to clean and eliminate negative energies. You can add the water to your bath or foot bath by combining it with Epsom salt or in a vase with flowers. You can even dab a few drops on your forehead to anoint your third eye and increase your intuition, or add to your vision board to amplify your intentions and goals. This also works the same way with your art or creative projects. You can even cook with it to add a touch of magic to your meal. Add the moon water to your herbal tea and set intentions when sipping it. This one I do a lot. And add the water to a dart bowl and use it to scry. Moon water is amazing in combination with divination. While you charge your water in the moonlight, take the time to charge your tarot and oracle decks and your crystals as well. Give it a try and find new creative ways to add some practical magic to your life. I will now share with you the nine card custom spread that I created to help us connect with lunar energy. I already have a new moon and a full moon spread that's included in my spread ebook, A Spread for All Seasons. So I decided to go a different route with this episode spread. I created a spread called the Moon Manifestation Spread, and this spread will help us determine what to focus on and manifest with the current phase of the moon. So this can be used with any moon phase that you're currently working with, which means you can use this spread over and over again. Here are the nine card prompts for the moon manifestation spread. What's ready for me to manifest? What blocks my manifesting? Where should I put my focus? Where to funnel my energy? What energy is rising? What should I draw to me? What to put out of my mind? What's falling away? And how can I help to surrender this? If you want to throw this spread for yourself, you can find the spread on my blog that's on my website, HealingThroughTarot.com. And I've posted a graphic of this spread on my Healing Through Tarot accounts on Pinterest and Instagram. I would love to see the photo of your moon manifestation spreads. Please tag me on Instagram at Healing Through Tarot, and please use the hashtag Healing Through Tarot Moon Manifestation Spread. If you're looking for a good new moon or full moon spread, head on over to healingthroughtarot.com and purchase my spread ebook called A Spread for All Seasons. It's only $10 and includes 17 custom tarot and oracle spreads covering holidays, the four seasons, full and new moons, mercury retrogrades, eclipses, and weekly and monthly spreads that you can reuse again and again. These are the spreads I use every month of the year. It's a great deal and covers everything you need for the entire year. There's a link in the show notes for this ebook along with links for the decks and books discussed in this episode. And have a happy Halloween and Samhain. Check out my Samhain Ancestor spread on Pinterest if you feel that you want to connect with your ancestors this week. I'm Healing Through Tarot on Pinterest and that spread is under the Healing Through Tarot Custom Spreads board. And if you're looking for a good witchy book for an autumn read, my new book series the Divining Sisters, is perfect for this time of year. Book one in the series, The Call of the Cards, is available now as an ebook and as a paperback on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Find out more details on my novels on my author website, author.heatherhardison.com. In the next episode, I will discuss using tarot for dream interpretation, along with a review of decks that you can use for dream analysis to help you learn to decode the symbols and messages coming through nightly. So join me next time. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you found this information valuable, consider subscribing to the show so you never miss an episode. And please rate and review this podcast and tell fellow car readers about the show. You can find more tarot tips on my blog on healingthroughtarot.com and on my Pinterest and Instagram page, both under Healing Through Tarot. That's through, spelled T H R U. See you next time, card slingers.